Thank you for supporting the media outreach of New Covenant Christian Ministries. Through the powerful preaching and teaching of Pastor Bill and Dr. Deanne Johnson, family relations are being restored. The wayward are returning to God. And together, we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. Join us now for a message that will strengthen you in your faith and encourage you to be all that God has designed you to be. Romans 12 and verse 6 through 8. And I love it because when you even look in the beginning of that verse, that chapter, Paul starts telling them, Here we go, Holy Ghost. He's showing us. Look at here, look at here, look at here. In the beginning of those verses, he starts telling them around verse 3. He starts saying to them, don't think more highly of yourself than you ought to. And, and now that God is saying to you, you got everything you need, I, I can understand why I would tell him that. Because, you know, when you know you got it, it's easy to get the big head because you got it. Isn't that right? It's easy to get the big head because you got it. He says, you don't have to get the big head. Don't think more highly of yourself than you ought to think. But he says, think soberly. Think soberly. Have sound judgment. Care about other people when you think about what you got. You ought to care about other people because you got everything you need. You got everything you need. You got everything you need. But verse 6 is where I want to start at. Can I start in verse 6? He just brought to my mind verse 3. But verse 6, he says, Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of what? Of faith or ministry that service. Let us wait on our ministering. Or he that teaches on what? Teaching or he that exhorts on exhortation. And he that giveth, let him do what? Do it with simplicity and liberally. And he that rules with what? Diligence. And he that shows mercy, do it how? With cheerfulness, with cheerfulness. Used to be where we would sing a song, Elder. So, oh, oh, spiritual. And it say, I know I've been changed. Because the angels in heaven done sign my name, sign my name. I I start thinking about that song. And the thing I realized about that song is that song talks about transition, but it doesn't really talk about transformation. It just says, I know I've been changed because the angels in heaven done sign my name. If you don't believe me, then why don't you follow me down to Jordan's? Stream, because the what? Angels in heaven done sign my name. Jordan Stream was an indication of transitioning, of going over. And so nothing in that song talks about your transformation. It talks about your transition. And so I, I start thinking, and I said, well, you, yeah, we've been changed. And the Lord says, a key indication of our change is our willingness to use what he's given us. Because you got everything you need. So when you know that you've been changed, then you use what he's given you. You exercise what he's given you. I like it because Tremaine Hawkins then came out with another song, which I think is a little more fitting. She says, change, a wonderful change has come over me. Did she say, yes, he changed my life complete and now I sit I sit at his two <laughs> she said 
said to do what must be done. Now I'm going to work and work until the Savior comes. Oh, wonderful. I said, that's a more appropriate song because that song says that now that I've been changed, I'm going to change to do. So it doesn't just talk about your conversion. It speaks to your consecration to do. So today, God wants you to know you have everything you need to do what he's called you to do because he has given it to you. Oh, isn't that powerful? But I said, I'm just going to give you, give you. I'm just going to talk to you. Can we just talk this morning? We're going to just talk because he's, he's here. He's here. We're just, we just going to talk. See, the first thing he said is that he wants you to know is I'm different. Tap yourself, yourself, not your neighbor. <laughs> Tap yourself. I'm different. Come on, tell yourself, I'm different. I wish I had a whole bunch of mirrors in here because I tell you to look in the mirror and tell yourself, I'm different. I'm different. So there's nothing about you that ought to look like everybody else because you are different. Not only are you different in your outer appearance, but you're different in what he's given to you. Even if you were to look and ask your neighbor next to you, if they were saved, sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost. And they said, yes, you could still look at them and say, me too, but I'm different. (laughs) I'm different because he says you got gifts that are different according to what he's put in you. You're different. You're different. You're different. You're different. Come on, take out your keys. Take out, take out your keys. Who got the keys? Who got the, who got the keys? Who got, who got it? Uh, nowadays, we don't have a pile of keys. We just got one key, two keys. But take out your keys. Somebody take out your keys. You got your keys. You got your keys in your hand. You got your keys. You got your keys. Let me look at the keys. Just look at them. Look at them. They're all different, aren't they? Do you, do you have all the same keys on one ring? You, you got all, all, all your house key because if you had all your house key on your, on your ring, you couldn't drive the car today, right? If you had all car keys on your ring, you couldn't get in the house, right? But every key on the ring is different, yet every key on the ring has purpose. Every key on the ring has an assignment, doesn't they, Charlotte? They have a work to do. They, ha- they have something that they fit in and they make it happen because they're different. God says the same thing that he wants you to know. You are different. You're not just different from the world, but you're different from one another. You're different, not just from the world, but you're different from one another. Because he's given to you something. He's given to you a charis. He's given to you a grace. That's a C-H-A-R-I-S. He's given to you a charis. Somebody say, a charis. Look like you ought to do the salsa under. I know y'all still in the Holy Ghost. Me too. Hallelujah. That's when I get even freer. You don't want to see me in the Holy Ghost for real. Because <laughs> I feel like Superman. I feel like I can leap over buildings. <laughs> but he said he's given to you a caris. Somebody say a caris. He's given to you a grace. He's given to you. It's where we get the word charisma. And we say people are charismatic. You know, it's something about them. But that grace that he's talking about, that caris that he's saying, it is an activity that results. It is something that you do as a result of what has happened. So you caris, you move in your grace because of the kindness, the benevolence, the goodwill of God. He said, because of what he's given to you, that's what causes your caris to get into motion. So somebody say, I'm different. 
I'm different, I'm different, I'm different, I'm different. But let me show you something else about you being different. He says that you're different having then gifts that are differing according to the grace that is given to you. But he says in proportion to your faith. So he talks about this grace and he says that everything that you have is in proportion to your face. Here's something else I want you to know. He gave you everything you need. You're different and it operates in your sphere. In your place of influence, in your metron. You know, we say you live in Metro Atlanta. That's a sphere, right? So that's the same word there. Metro, metron. He gave you a portion, a portion. Somebody say a metron. You got a portion. You have a piece. You have a measure of faith that he gave to you so that while you're different, you have just what you need to do what needs to be done. Isn't that powerful? You have just the right portion to carry out the assignment. Somebody says, I'm different. I'm different. Here's the next thing. Here's the next thing. So I told you that you were different. I told you that you were graced, right? Here's the last thing I want to tell you. I'm gifted. Come on, say it. I'm gifted. So I'm different. I'm graced. And I'm gifted. Come on, say it with me. Let's, you know how we used to do I'm different, I'm graced, and I'm gifted. Come on, say it again with me. I'm different, I'm graced, and I'm gifted. The reason why you have to know that you're gifted is so that you can walk out what God has given to you, knowing that you have everything you need. Hmm. Here's something that's amazing about these gifts. You're going to learn more about them on Wednesday night, so don't miss Wednesday night. Somebody say, don't miss Wednesday night, because we're going to talk about them in detail. You're going to learn more about them on Wednesday night. But here's something that's different about these gifts right here. They're different, so you're not, you know, going with everyone else. You're graced, and so it's something God's given to you. It's not on your own. You can't do it by yourself. But you're gifted in the sense that, listen, all of these gifts are for somebody else. They're not for you. So you're gifted, but you're gifted to serve other people. Now, just imagine, just imagine. Come on, come on. Let's just imagine with me. Imagine you being in the house with your gifted self. And imagine you just waking up in the morning and you going to the mirror and say, hey, self, I believe I prophesy to you today. Because I got the gift to prophesy. And all day long, you just stayed in the mirror. Every time you rode down the road, you just say, self, I'm prophesying to you right now. That's all you did in the car. Just prophesy to yourself. Prophesy is to encourage, to exhort, to comfort. And that's all you did was just comforted yourself. Every day when you got up, you say, I'm gifted to prophesy today. I'm going to go on and prophesy. Self, you're going to get a car today. Hallelujah. Come on, receive that house today, self. Self, how crazy would that be? Now, David says that you ought to encourage yourself in the Lord. But David said that when he was in the cave of Abdullam and he was down and depressed. He didn't say every day when I wake up, all I do is spend my time prophesying to myself. Oh, well, look at the next gift. He said, let us prophesy. Let us prophesy. Look at verse seven. Look at verse seven. Can you imagine getting up every morning? Look at verse seven. And the word there is ministry serving yourself. So all you did was you got up in the morning, you went out and all you did was just serve yourself. Self, what you need? I think I'll take a big Mac, quarter pound and a half tea. Self, you know you got it. Self, what you need? Self, I think I just want to go down to the gym and just want to, self, you got it then. Self, what you need? 
Can you imagine how that would be if all day long, all you did was just serve yourself? Come on, I want you to see. And then, then he, said, he, said, he said, oh, teaching. He gave you the gift to teach. So now you woke up in the morning. You said, self, you need to learn how to, cut. you want to know how to crack an egg. Self, now what you do, you hit that egg on the counter, self. And when you finish self, you open up. Now, self, don't you get, self, if you drop a shell in there, self, you got to get that shell out now. All right, now, self, you sit in here and just, come on, self, come on, self. Self, we're going to whip it up. Self, self, you need some pepper. Yes, self, pepper. Uh-huh. Salt, salt, self, salt. Imagine that's all you're doing. You got in there for breakfast this morning. Now you left on out the house. Self, let me teach you how to drive now, self. Can you imagine how crazy it would be if all you did all day long was taught yourself? He says, on teaching, let us teach. Go on, go on, go on, go on. Verse 8. Then he says, he got, I just want you to see the picture. Exhorting all you did was just pat yourself on the back all day. All day long. Self, you did a good job. Self, look at you. How you, did. you just did so good. You did so good. Self, I'm proud of you today. <laughs> Oh, self, you know you did that. Self, you slammed the mic today. You liked your own Facebook posts. <laughs> you loved your own tweets. You retweeted yourself. Everything you did, it was just about just retweet. Ooh, I put a post out there today. You don't know what nobody else is doing. Ooh, retweet. You Snapchat to yourself. Hey, self. That's what it would look like. Oh, yeah, we got a whole bunch of self. He said, oh, he who gives... Do it li- with liberality. So imagine you getting up and all you did, so you got five dollars. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> self, you need you need a watermelon. Yeah, I can self, I got that for you. Don't worry about yourself. Self, I'll pick it up at the grocery store for yourself. Don't you worry about yourself, because I got you, self. Imagine every day getting up. I want you to imagine this because the reality is some of us do this. That's why he wants me to give you the picture. That's why he wants me to give you a picture. He said, because sometimes all we do is get up and deal with self. That's all we do. That's all we do. Or leading. You leading your own self. You governing yourself. You saying self. Now, self, you need to turn and do this. And self, I want you to, all you're doing, you're just doing it. You, you're leading yourself. But I heard that if you're leading and nobody's following, you're just taking a long walk. Or he who shows mercy said doing it cheerfully. See, the thing that God wants you to understand is that you have been gifted, but it's not for you. I am gifted, but I'm gifted to serve other people. So if in the course of your day, nothing touches or speaks to anybody else but you, then he says what's happening is you are not using what he gave to you to do. If you notice in verse 6, when he talks about those gifts, he says, let us, let us. The New American Standard Version says, let us exercise accordingly. That's what the New American Standard, because the New American Standard didn't want us to just assume that we knew what let us meant. So he put the hole in there. Let us exercise accordingly. Exercise means to build up. Exercise means to use. Exercise means to do it, right? What if we all came to the gym with you two and we were sitting in the gym and we see, you said, why are you here? Well, we came here for let us. And you'd be like, yeah, let us do a push-up. Let us, oh, we just thought let us. What, what, uh, we got all the dumbbells. We got everything. I know, but we just came let us. 
He says, no, let us exercise accordingly. Let us put into motion and into action what he's given to us. So the whole thing I want you to know is you have everything you need. I'm different, I'm grace, and I'm gifted. Amen? Amen. Give God praise. We hope you've enjoyed this message. For more information on other products and materials, please contact us at 770-484-9300, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Or visit our website at www.newcov.org. If you're in the Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for one of our dynamic services. Once again, thank you for receiving the living word of God from New Covenant Christian Ministries, where we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ.